welcome to the Evidence-Based Parenting Podcast. My name is Danushi and I'm a mum, psychologist and founder of Fuller Moments. Join me each week as I dive into a different parenting topic or dilemma and present you with the evidence to help you and me make informed parenting decisions. Hello and welcome to another episode. So to be completely transparent, today's episode was not supposed to be on this topic, but due to some scheduling issues and lots of technical drama, today's episode has been a bit of a last minute scramble. In fact, this is the fourth time I'm trying to record this backup episode, but I do hope it will still be useful to you and you'll walk away with some applicable tips, but it'll probably be a bit of a shorter episode. So today I'm talking about how to introduce a comforter or security blanket to your child. So a little toddler snuggling their comforter security blanket is a pretty cute sight. Does your child need a comforter? No. In this podcast or in parenting consults that I might have with you, you'll hear me talking about the tools in your parenting toolkit. Comforters or security blankets are just that. It's not essential, but it could be helpful. There might be different reasons a parent decides to introduce a comforter to, your, to their child, but the two main reasons that might interest you are one, as a sleep aid, and two, to provide comfort to your child, as the name suggests. Personally for us, the reason I introduced a comforter to my firstborn was because even before she was born, we knew that she'd be having cleft repair surgeries at six months old and 18 months old. So I really wanted to have a comforter so that she'd had that sense of safety and comfort when she was in the hospital and it really did provide comfort during those times and even now at two and a half she uses it for sleep and when she is upset she'll ask to cuddle her comforter. So let's start with what to consider when picking out a comforter. The decision really hasn't got a lot of science to it, it's really up to you but I wanted to share some useful things to consider. The first is will it be easy to clean and replace if it either gets lost or damaged beyond recognition. Addison's security blanket was actually gifted to her and so I bought one almost immediately as a second backup and to this day we rotate them around as one gets washed or one accidentally gets left at daycare. And I'm really considering adding a third to the mix because they're starting to get a little bit worse for wear. The other thing to consider is the hypoallergenic nature of the toy. For some parents this isn't something they need to consider But given both my husband and I are prone to dust allergies and hay fever, fluffy toys are not ideal. And it's lucky I thought of this before she was born because she did get diagnosed with eczema early on and the dermatologist did recommend that we get rid of fluffy toys because they are potential dust collectors and thus potential triggers for her eczema. The comforter that Addison has is essentially like a small blanket that has a bunny head on it. So it's kind of like a toy merge with a blanket. And I named it Louter Bunny. The name came from the fact that the friend who did gift her the security bunny was one I made on a Top Deck tour and we became friends in Lauterbrunn in Switzerland. And well, you know, it's a bunny. So I thought Louter Bunny was very clever. The same brand actually make a few different animals. So before Evelyn was born, I did buy two of the giraffe versions and this time went for a more simpler alliteration and named her Gigi Giraffe. Now that you have an idea of picking your comforter, let's go into how you can introduce it so it does become associated with sleep and or comfort. So you can really begin 
those associations as soon as they're born. Obviously, for safety reasons, they can't sleep with them overnight when they are young. But if you weren't to use it as a sleep aid, you can start incorporating it into the sleep routine. So with Addison, we would hold Lauta Bunny during the bottle and she'd snuggle with it during the bottle before bed and also during reading the book. So she always knew, oh, we're off to bed. Let's bring Lauta Bunny, snuggle before bed, snuggle for the book. And it really did become that association with sleep. In fact, when she was one and we were on holiday, she wasn't able to use the words to communicate that she was tired, but she'd pull out louder money and she kept showing it to us to indicate I'm tired. And now that when she did get older, she began bringing it to bed. And we knew that it was a helpful sleep aid because our daycare started to report that she was having some struggles with her day sleep. And that's when we actually introduced bringing louder money to daycare. And that really helped with the naps. Because it was just that, I guess, that trigger for sleep and that root sense of routine even when she was away. Now, I did say that we also really wanted it to be a source of comfort. And to do that, we really began incorporating into those comforting moments of hugs with us and cuddles and, yeah, providing those positive interactions and associations. So in play and cuddle, so not just exclusively bringing it out when she was crying or upset because then the association was is not really there. You want to start by building it with positive moments of safety. When they feel safe and they feel loved, you want to bring that toy in. And I know some mums even wear their comforters and toys in their tops and stuff before they introduce it, just in case it picks up their scent. And once that association of comfort and security is brought in, you can then bring it in when they're upset. So, you know, if they're having a little meltdown when they're a little bit older, you can be like, okay, let's grab the comforter and have a snuggle and help them um, bring them down. So that's kind of the tips for today. Hopefully you've got some useful tidbits. If you have any questions about introducing a security blanket or comforter or really any of the topics I cover on the podcast, you can always reach me via DM on this evidence-based parenting podcast socials. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's episode. This is a Fuller Moments resource. Fuller Moments aims to provide you with the tools and resources to help you reflect, grow and thrive. Check out fullermoments.com for more information. And if you want more information about this podcast, join us over at Instagram at Evidence-Based Parenting Podcast. See you there.